It was the fact that like, you are in control of your destiny. You get to decide when are you checking out? When are you tapping out? When are you giving up? Or when are you gonna like stand up for yourself? For I'm not gonna say it was just this situation, but like what's right? Welcome to Dope Conversations with Dave Carroll and Friends. Despite my early life being filled with trouble, mistakes, and eventually going to prison, I've been able to open up multiple seven-figure businesses and we are reshaping the landscape of how direct mail marketing works for local businesses. In this podcast, we're gonna combine business, life challenges, triumphs, and the decisions that define us. Together, we're gonna elevate your business, enrich your personal journey, or maybe just indulge in some genuine conversations with friends, industry giants, and other thought leaders that I want you to hear more from. Let's fill your cup and dive in. Here we go. Welcome back to Dope Conversations with Dave Carroll and friends. And look, we have your background and we know you have to have resilience to get to where you are today. But once you are kind of past that season of your life and now you're a business dude, there's like, moments in every entrepreneur's life where there's just crippling issues or a business problem that you had and you had to tap into confidence and resilience when maybe you thought, especially someone like you is like, I got this, everything's going to be okay. But it could be devastating. And I think you had one that you're going to talk about. Yeah. So for anyone that can relate here, and I use the word jokingly, but like not everyone is as felonious as I've been (laughs) in my life. And so for me, a lot of adversity as I started to get more of like a productive member of society being legitimate yeah. was like, I had a shitty credit score, but I had, I've had four violent felonies on my record and it's not expunged. Even to this day, it's not expunged. Yeah. And so any interaction with housing, with a bank, with a loan, with anything like my character comes into judgment. If I get pulled over for a speeding ticket today, there's four squads there. I'm look me up Mm -hmm. in a past life was not the most law-abiding human and so about what is this shit we're going on like five years now one of the stories that i'll always go back to was so covid was like a big thing in our country affected a lot of businesses a lot of people and what happened during covid is they started doing those ppp loans and the eidl loans so our business was in a bad spot four or five years ago during COVID. We, it was hard to hire. We had a business we were going inside of people's houses. That was getting kind of weird. And so they started coming out with the EIDL, the Economic Disaster Relief Loans. And it was a very similar loan to what they were giving out during Katrina for business owners mm-hmm. that were affected by something. You know, extenuating circumstances, yeah. but they were giving this stuff to almost everybody that was affected in business. And so what happened was we saw people applying for these economic disaster relief loans and we got the application and they said we could get like $400,000 or something for this loan. And then we were like pre-approved. What would that have meant to you? Oh, dude, it was life-changing. Like our business was in a bad spot, that company. This was even before we started because Dope's only three and a half years old. This is before we started Dope. Business was not in a good spot. And I saw like a bunch of my peers and people getting this EIDL loans. And so I applied for this loan and it said like instant approval, you're already getting it, whatever. And we apply and like a week goes by, we didn't hear anything back. And then we got a denial. 
And the denial was, you have four felonies. You're not an upstanding citizen. And this is like, I've been out of prison for almost 10 years, started a couple businesses. Like, I don't even fucking jaywalk. Like, by the books. And it fucking hit me like a ton of bricks, man. I was like, I got this denial. And it like, you know, when you get something like that, you're kind of like already planning for what's going to happen when you get it. You see it going well for other people. You had no reason to think it wouldn't No happen. reason at all. And it fucking crushed me, dude. I came back and they were like, you're denied. And I, I just remember going to the spot, Rich. It was dark, man. I was just like, I've been through all this stuff and I, I paid my debt to society. I've prayed and gone through just forgiveness for some of the decisions I've made. I've been through some other stuff with like bank stuff and other things where like it worked. And dude, like this hit me like a ton of bricks, man. And I was just like, I went into a dark spot for, it wasn't like weeks, but it was like, like a week. I was like, man, do I even want to do this? Like, do I like, am I, I was like questioning everything. Yeah. It was just like, do I want to keep fighting this fight? My man, Nipsey Hussle says it mm-hmm. about like, he's in this interview talking about like, what makes me different from you is I won't fucking stop. I went through every emotion. I went through every single emotion to get to where I'm at right now. And this is one of the biggest <coughs> things. We, we apply for this loan. We get denied. About a week went by and I sat down and I was like, man, this isn't right. So I sat down, I wrote a letter. I wrote a letter to the SBA and I was basically like, look, this loan is for businesses that are being affected by extenuating circumstances, by something that's like going on in the world right now that I couldn't control. Yes. And what you're telling me is that I was denied from this, by this loan, by the government because of something that I did that I've served my time for, I paid my repercussions. And it's not like I went back to the same shit. Sure. Like I'm leaving a good life right now. I'm a, I'm a father, I'm a, I'm a husband, I'm a business owner. I'm At that time, even through my cleaning company and our data business employed like 30 people. Yeah. And so like what I said in the letter, I was like, it doesn't make any sense why we would be denied for this. This is a comparison to me and not to downplay any travesty that anyone's ever been through. But it was like, this is the same or similar to me as someone in Katrina mm-hmm. getting denied this loan because they had bad credit or they were a felon or something like that. And I was just like, I want to at least be able to have a conversation with someone about yeah. this situation. Yeah. And I sent the letter off. And my phone rings from a block number about three days later. And they were like, hey, is this David Carroll? Yeah, what's up? This is Susan from the SBA. You're on a recorded line. First thing she says to me, she's like, this is David Carroll? I was like, yeah. She's like, David, I've worked at the SBA for 30 years. And I want to let you know that I read your letter. And this is the most well thought out, put together, logical thing that I've ever read since I've worked here. I want to let you know that I've personally expedited your loan and it's going to get fulfilled next week. And it just, oh my God, dude, like the emotion, all because it brought me back to all these points in my life where it was like, we all have these things where we hit a wall. We're like, I want to quit. I want to give up. I don't want to run another mile. I don't want to train anymore. I don't want to stay up this late working on this project. I don't want to do this thing. And that feeling you've gotten in your soul, where you're just like, is this worth it? Mm. Like, do I want to give up? Do I want to go past it? It wasn't that we got a loan or that money was this emotional thing. It was the fact that like, you are in control of your destiny. You get to decide when are you checking out? When are you tapping out? When are you giving up? Or when are you going to like stand up for yourself? For I'm not going to say it was just this situation, but like what's right? 
What should happen? How do you want to avoid? How do you want to express? Because I said this in another episode where it was like all the decisions in the world, laws, regulations for business, for life. It's all just people in a room making a decision. Yes. And so what I learned from that situation to the biggest entity in the world, to the government, you just got to explain yourself. You just got to like, like people are logical. People are rational when it comes down to it. There are exceptions, but it's like, if you simply approach every situation with empathy, Mm -hmm. with compassion, with good intent, the right thing is going to happen. It might not feel like that at every moment, but for me, when I go back to like the emotional roller coaster of being a business owner, of being an entrepreneur, having access to that capital for that business and what that did to kind of put us in a spot where I could start dope, where I could focus on some other things, where I could go through, like that moment was life-changing for mm-hmm. me. And I was put in a spot where I could have just gave up. Yeah, 100%. I could have like went into that dark place, gone into drug use or something else, some coping mechanism or just being like affected by that. Maybe I was going to be the dude where that was my whole story and dope marketing never started. Yeah. I wasn't okay with that. I think there's a couple big takeaways here, man. And I think one of them is in your past life, you had no tolerance for authority. And here's like the biggest authority saying, I'm not giving you money, even though you might have an upstanding business, but your past is not that of an upstanding citizen. But you respected the authority and you did what you had to do instead of just being like, fuck you or whatever. The second thing is, which I think is just a takeaway everyone needs to understand is that instead of trying to appeal to an entity, you tried to appeal to a person. I could already tell by the way you wrote that letter, like you were writing it, like hoping it would get in Susan's hands or something. 100%. Like that's the difference, man. Like it starts with one, like, and it doesn't need to be a gatekeeper or anything like that. But like, is there one person who you can have an impact on that can be like, I'm going to vouch for this guy or I'll take it to the next person up or anything like that? Would you agree? Dude, 100%. The more that you make something about the single person, like life is about relationships. Life is about intimacy. Life is about communication. And it's like, it only takes that one person. It only takes that one thing, but you got to step up to the plate. Mm -hmm. It might not have, you're not going to fucking hit a grand slam. You're first at bat because there's got to be the bases loaded first. Loaded bases, that's my motivation. (laughs) How would you tell the listeners to just like go back and make sure they reflect on some of what they've overcome and and make sure like next time going forward, they are kind of prepackaged with the resilience? My stance on, life. Everyone's got their story. You could have stubbed your toe. You could have been abused. You could have had a moment that you remember that someone told you you couldn't do something and you hang on to that. Like whatever your thing is, you need to embrace what your motivation is. You need to understand like what makes you get up during the day and use that as fuel. Mm -hmm. Like you got to know yourself enough to know why you want to get to where you're at. But if you can truly define like your moments in life that make you who you are, it's not that they have to define you, but you have to be able to take from that in order to grow. Mm -hmm. And so like everyone has something that they've been through that got them to where they're at today. And what I would like really have all the listeners consider here is like, don't downplay the shit that you've been through. Just because someone else like had it hard or did this thing or whatever, Something 
got you to where you're at in your life, identifying what that situation is and how to learn from that and how to grow from it. Like that's a challenge I would give everyone. Love it, man. We're going to get back and we're going to get to emotional ties in business in the next episode, but make sure you're following Dave on Instagram if you haven't already and hit him up and tell him what you got from this episode. Thank you for tuning in to Dope Conversations with me, Dave Carroll, and my incredible friends. From the depths of adversity to the peaks of success, we've journeyed through the intricate tapestry of business and life. Remember, every challenged face is an opportunity to redefine ourselves. As we close, reflect on the insights shared and considered how you can elevate your business and your personal journey. And until next time, keep your cup full and stay dope.